Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, my name is Brian Hancock, uh, also known as Harvest Black from Harvest Black and Company. You're now listening to the You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast. And welcome to You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast. This is a podcast about listening bands and listening artists and music we think you should really check out. As always, I'm Wayne, and uh, this is episode five of season three. On the show with me, as always, I have uh, Richie. Say hello, yo, Richie. yo, yo, what's up? Welcome to the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I also have uh, Rob Neil. Say hello, Neil. Greetings and salutations. Very nice. And all the way over the Atlantic in the Americas. Where are you, uh, Brian? We have Brian from Harvest Black & Co. Where are you, Brian? I'm uh, in Blacksburg, Virginia, but I'm, I really am from Roanoke, Virginia. Uh, I, I just started a new job at Blacksburg, and they've been... Uh, I work at Virginia Tech, actually. Nice. And they are allowing me to take some time to talk well, to you. Excellent. Well, well awesome. uh, we, we uh, thank them for that. Thank you, Brian. How much time have they allowed you? Um, I just clocked out, and I, I felt bad <laughs> being on company time. They just said, you know, we got a podcast booth in here, and they said, hey, go in there. Um, my boss, he's actually a DJ. Um, his oh, name's uh, Craig Arthur. Shout out to DJ Craig. He allowed me to take the time to talk to you today. Cool. It's very nice of him. It's very understanding, boss. Uh, as always on the show. We have yeah. four sections now. As it? opposed to the five that we used yeah. to have. We have we have four sections. We have the head-to-head. This is where the three members of the team bring a song that has been sent to us and we pitch them head-to-head and then uh, Brian from Harvey's Black & Co. will choose his winner. After that, we go on to the Hidden Masterpiece, which is obviously brought by Brian and we'll talk all about uh, the Hidden Masterpiece he's bringing. And then we go on to Neil's favourite round, which is the Intense Hardcore. I'm not jumping there, Neil. I don't, <laughs> I don't have to edit it again. He doesn't do it to the start now. <laughs> I save it for later. <laughs> save it for later. The intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode. Uh, go, 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 and then we finish up with the artist spotlight. As always, do we have any news, boys? Um, no, not not other than we're massively famous now. I mean, we we, we are massively famous. We we uh, Paul McCartney hasn't got shit on us. <laughs> I don't think we're that famous. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what Rich is um, so eloquently alluding to is uh, last week we, we broke into the 200 uh, most listened podcasts on Spotify. Yeah. Uh, which was uh, a very big achievement for us. It and, was, but we're not there anymore. Which is a bit of a bitch. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We, we broke in there for a moment. Uh, so <laughs> we had our 15 seconds of fun. Exactly. I, oh, I shit, say, Neil, I'm going to get us back in there. I just wanted to say thanks to everybody who downloaded, streamed, um, 
and followed us. You know, it, it means a lot that people thank are you. listening. So yeah, thank you very much. Uh, th- let's let's move that's on. It, that's that's it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move on from the intro. Let's move on. So we're going to start off with the uh, head to head. That's got an ear plug in as well, it's still hurt. <laughs> you scream so loud, you, you knock Brian out. There you go. Oh, no, not yet. Hello, hello, hello. What if he has actually gone deaf? I'll feel really bad. Hello. <laughs> you wouldn't, Neil. Just stop doing it. You feel that bad. There he is. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm back. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, sorry if I just killed you here. Yeah, yeah. Right, so we're on to the head-to-head. And... Uh, it's, it, it's, it's okay. Brilliant. <laughs> so we're on to the head-to-head. Rich goes first, because he won last time. I did, yes. This week, I am bringing with me to the table um, Elm Grove by Soto. That's who I'm bringing. Listen to them.
Soto. Uh, this is this is as you know my wheelhouse. This is my thing. This is my music. This is this is what I love. This is what I like. I love that. Uh, he it's not jazz drums in this, but he's obviously a jazz drummer. He's obviously yeah. I love absolutely love the sound of the drums, the production of the drums. He's an amazing player. I like the. It's not hip hop. It's it feels more R and B the singing, but it's there's, there's hip hop influences in there. I think, and I, I just love it. I love the uh, the laid back funk groove in it. You know, it's just it just works for me, Wayne. This does it for me. This is my this is my jam all over. What did you think of this, Wayne? Actually, I'm going to go over to Brian. What did you think of this song, Brian? Actually, uh, I listened to it uh, repeatedly. Uh, at the house and you know it was it, uh, you know call me biased i am a hip-hop fan but i really love the the jazz influence i love the uh the way it made me feel like when i was just kind of hanging out vibing around the house it was just really enjoyable i found the track very enjoyable and i want to hear more from them definitely yeah yeah it was very yeah the, the laid back vibe of it all was was beautiful yeah mm. neil what did you think of this it wasn't for me no, I didn't think it would be. That's my go-to. Is that, is, that, is, that where, is that where we're going to leave it? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> That's my no, go-to. I, I, do, I do admire the musicality of it. I, I'm not saying it was a bad song at all. It was. It was. It was it, I'm, I'm sure that there, were, there was a lot of um, technical instrumentation in there. Yeah. Um, I, I just couldn't get past the jazz and. Regular listeners will know my feelings on jazz. It's not. It's not you. It's me. It's a personal thing for me. I. 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 It's breaking up with jazz live on the air. Yeah. (laughs) You enjoyed Harvest Black and Co. When I brought them for that head to head one. I did. Yes. Yeah. I I don't know what it was, but I I struggled to get on board with this. But as I say, I'm I'm sure it's me. I I don't want to say anything derogatory because I'm sure it's a brilliant piece of music. It is. Yeah. Wayne. Well, this is total. This is like neo jazz fusion, is it? It's mixed with like old school hip hop beats, and then you got that. I wasn't getting hip hop beats. Old school with a K, um, <laughs> and some some semi spoken <laughs> rap lyrics. You know what I mean? It's, it's it, it puts me in mind of like really cool coffee shops. You know, uh, the, the kind of music. What with graffiti play. on the walls? Yeah, where they play music like this. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love the fact that they put that minor and major chord at the start. It totally throws you off kilter and, and drags you in. So, yeah. so you know, it, it, it wants you to listen to it from the very start. And it's got that lovely live feel to it. Do you know where these guys are from? Um, I, do, actually, I should do, but I don't. I was meant to read up on them before I came to the podcast. Where would you go for where would I, that, I'm guessing they're British. They are? Any idea? No. They're from Brighton? No shit. Brigerton? Yeah, fantastic song, love it. I'm trying to find any other notes that I've got on them. I do not have any other notes on them. Other than, um, bloody hell is it? Anyway, yeah, loved it. So yeah, moving on. I'm sure you can find them on Spotify. And yeah, you can places. find them on Spotify, you can find them on all the usual places. You can uh, SoundCloud, you can go and buy their work at uh, on iTunes and the likes. Go and check them out. They're an absolutely amazing band. Fantastic sound. I don't think they've got much out. I think they're quite new, so... Yeah. If they plan on making more stuff like this, I shall be following them. Excellent. 
Yes. Uh, right, and so uh, we'll move on to Neil's song next. Okay, the song I am bringing is a uh, song Afterglow by um, White Owl Red. <laughs> Yeah. 
So that was Afterglow by White Owl Red. I came across this, and it, it, it's very rare that a song sort of grips me straight away. Normally, after I, I kind of tend to like music after I've listened to it a few times, but but this got my attention immediately. Um, it, it's the kind of um, sort of middle of the road indie soft rock music that I, I i like to listen to but it was the um the lyrics i found really engaging i mean we, we've talked a lot in the past on the podcast about the whole uh what you call uh four chords and the truth wayne yeah, yeah. and i think just the opening of this song when he kind of describes the scene of ambulances sort of coming through the night and people sort of looking peering through the curtains and things it's like in an instant it transported me into that moment and that's what really gripped me about it it was like i was there i was like oh yeah this is interesting this is this has taken me to a place you know it's it's actually an incredibly dark song but i it sounded very fucked up but it, but it's written in a very sort of um <laughs> <laughs> a very sort of, uh, oh wow! Yeah, you know, mu- musically, it's musically it's soft and it's light and it's bouncy, but it's it's got a very dark theme. You know, it's clearly about some altercation that's happened as uh, you know as part of an abusive relationship. And I was actually trying to figure out, and this is what intrigued me about it: whose perspective it's actually written from. Because at one point I thought it was written from the, the point of view of the um, the bloke. It would actually, well, you don't know if it's a bloke or a woman these days, do you? It would actually be, be beating somebody like up. Someone's glad that somebody's dead. Yeah. Um, I mean, the conclusion I come to, I think what I've taken away from it, but I might be wrong, is that it's, it's really about somebody who's basically snapped in the heat of a moment and actually killed somebody they're in an abusive relationship with. I, I um, love how music subjects I got the Oh, and, I got all of that. Uh, I mean, when I say that, I mean it's the victim who's actually snapped and killed their abuser. Yeah, that, 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 that's that's what I got from it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of disturbing. But then I'm not sure. There's a whole second verse that makes me think. He talks about he describes scars on his fist. Yeah, because he smashed the shit out of him. Yeah, but but then then I wondered if it was even dark. If it was actually written from the point of view of the go- of the, the, the the bloke or the woman causing the abuse. You know, like um, Ooh. almost like almost like kind of. And then when they describe the other person, it's almost like you made me do it. So the song's from the per- perspective of the abuser. Yeah. Possibly. That that would be different. Either but, way, uh, it's a very fucked up song, Neil. Yeah. Um, well, you, you know, you know, yeah. I like dark, dark songs. I like songs that mean something that make you think. And yeah. this this <laughs> transported me into a, into a place, and it, it made me think. It transported me into a very dark place. <laughs> what else did you think about it, yeah. Rich? I like. I, I, I liked it as a song. I liked it. It took me back to the. Probably early 2000s, it reminded me of Athlete. Remember Athlete? Yeah, yeah. That type of thing. Uh, It's just, uh, it's quite intriguing. You kind of want to know what the fuck's going on. Very Bob Dylan-ish in places as well. Yeah. Uh, I I can't say it's bad at all. It's just different. What did you think of it, Brian? Uh, I actually, it was very dark, but I enjoy like a lot of the storytelling aspect of the song. Um, I wouldn't like on my own would I like listen to it? No, but I'm glad that I discovered it, and I'm glad that Neil made it a choice. But um, yeah, it definitely has like a a wild, wild take, and you kind of get lost. You can't figure out who the who's being abused and who's the you know the abuser. But it definitely paints a picture. I tell you that it's very dark. Yeah, yeah. I'm, okay, I'm going to throw a spanner in the works. I think it's a third-person perspective, right? Yeah, it could be. He talks about redemption, right? You've seen Taxi Driver, haven't you? Both of you. Yeah, yeah. oh that's, yeah. That's Great. what I'm going for. 
I'm going for he's looking into a relationship and the, all the things coming in the bloody fist is him taking no more shit and him thinking himself as a piece of shit and then going, right, I'm going to go and do something that's going to give me redemption, that's going to give me cause to be something better. And he goes over and takes on the abuser of whoever. That's that's what I took from it. Yeah, um, I like that take on it. Yeah, it's, yeah there's, there's so many ways you could... It's obvious... The, the, the actual story is, is obvious. It's just, where is, where is it coming from? I could be completely... So, you know, subjective is music. So. Yeah. What, are the, what, are the, what are the names again, the, the band, sorry? Um, White, White Owl Red. Could, let, let White us know. Owl, yeah, yeah send, send us in the description of what the song's yeah. about. I've, I've got, uh, got 27,000 monthly listens, these guys, as well. OK. Um, I wasn't expecting this from Neil. I'll, go, I'll be completely honest. I thought this was exactly down Neil's street. I, I don't, and when it started, I mean, for me, as soon as it started, I, it sounds like a hot chocolate song. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Where, where you oh, from, you sexy thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that, yeah. Like, wow, okay. And, and I love that tremolo <laughs> yes. guitar with, this, this, yeah. you know, with, the, with the high end. It's, it's brilliant. Um, his, his, his voice has got flavours of Noah and the Whale. The the way the guy sings from that, I don't know if you can bring him to mind. The guy, the guy from yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't getting that. But I yeah. like the way he sings, which is slightly woozy. It's you know, it's it's not complete. It's slightly what? Sorry, Wayne. Woozy. Again. Woozy. Nice. Laid back, you know. Woozy. Woozy. That's what it yeah. that is. Woozy. You know, it's it, it's. That's a word you don't hear in America, I'm sure. <laughs> Whimsical. Nah, nah, nah. Not much, unless somebody's getting knocked out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Slightly woozy. Some kind of woozy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this as well. Yeah. Yeah, um, well done. Good find. <laughs> Wayne? Right, okay, we'll move on to me then. So I am bringing, uh, I think her name's Anna Mike uh, with her song Idle Mind. Enjoy.
Right, so that was Anamike with her song Idle Mind. This is well, one of mine from The Vault from July, I think it was last year, maybe from May or something like that. And I listened to her old album, which is also called Idle Mind. It's, it's brilliant, it's got that lovely Celtic vibe to it all the way through. And there's a lot of open percussion which which really floats through like in this song the building this song you know it starts with with the, those those drums and then just keeps going you know it, it, it drags you in it's like where okay where are we going to go with this and the more it goes and you bring that you know the slow guitar effect till you get to that point where you get the saw effects in the background and then one of my personal favorite instruments in the bloody world an indian harmonium i fucking love those things is that I, what it is yeah that's 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 what i've got in an in indian uh, yeah. vibe then that's what i've got down indian yeah it vibe. gives it a, a supernatural quality and and it it sort of unhinges you a little bit towards the song. I think it's I mean, it's such a lovely vibe to that song and she's such a brilliant artist. You need to go check her out. She's, she's really good. Mm-hmm. Let's start with Brian. Her voice is very enchanting and um, I listened to this one a couple of times as well and um, I'm very interested in hearing more from her and the song was very beautiful and it was, I love the arrangement. I love all the sounds of it and um, I'm definitely looking forward to more of Anna Mike. Is that how you say it? Mike. Yeah. M-I- M-I-E-K-E, Mike. Yeah, Mike, it yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. yeah it's a very interesting song. Um, like I said, I've got down um, Indian vibes, and that was from that, that, that mm. string instrument you, you it's mentioned. It's not, it's a keyboard. I enjoyed the, you got the, the, the that fall on the floor all the way through, with the those vibes in the background. It kind of reminded me of Teardrops by Massive Attack. Uh, yeah, I can see that, yeah. But yeah, I liked it. It's an interesting voice, but interesting vocals. It was, a, like I said, Celtic, but it was different. It wasn't traditional Celtic it wasn't traditional Irish it was it was something new it was something I haven't come across before it was not it was, it was but it was nice at the same cast, time cast your mind way back when we when we were doing this and we came across um, Ivor from the Faroe Islands oh, Ivor yes. Ivor it's Ivor Ivor it's Ivor I say you say it's Ivor yeah um, and that's what I got from this 
and picking that because when I found out she's from Wicklow she's from Ireland and I thought she was going to be a Scandinavian country I think she might be Swedish or something like that because the way that sort of Celtic vibe feels a, Scandinavian yeah, vibe. feels a bit more north of, of Ireland but yeah see you, you was on about the Irish for me the Irish just came through as like a nuance it was something slight well, yeah. I, got, I got more Indian uh, than, than I did Irish but it's, there's obviously a plethora of different influences going on in there cause, cause it's, it's, like I said there's so much in there that I've never really heard in music before yeah. especially the way she sings yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it was incredible. It, um, yeah, uh, as um, I think Brian said, be- beautiful, enchanting voice. Musically, you got this kind of guitar motif that sort of repeats all the way through the song. Uh, and that actually, um, you're probably going to completely disagree with me, but this, that actually put me in mind of something Irish. You know, a well-known Irish um, tax evasion enthusiast. You too. <laughs> Uh, it was very sort of, sort of thing the edge would do, yeah. very sort of laid back. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, uh, but he'd say nothing like you two because everything else sort of took it somewhere else. No, I could see, I see, I could see you thinking on yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that interested me. Cause if you if you stick a mountain of delay on it, I can I can yeah. do that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It was almost like a U two concert where Edge's effects board backed up, <laughs> <laughs> which, which to be honest would probably sound fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> But, but yeah, um, yeah. It's I, I don't want this to sound like a criticism because it's not. But it, what was unusual I found about this was that I love songs that have a bit of a build up. You know, sort of. Mm. But normally songs build up to somewhere. This kind of felt like it, it just kept building up and building up. It didn't really reach did, the yeah, place yeah. it's building up to. Which it, it could have gone on for another five minutes, and I wouldn't have minded because it almost felt like we're on a journey. We haven't actually reached our destination yet. It, it kind of ended yeah. very abruptly. See, for me, this wasn't a journey. This was a, a song about a journey, or if you like, it wasn't a. Obviously, it wasn't a bad journey, but it's like um, it wasn't going anywhere. It's been there and it's telling you about it, so it doesn't need to build up and up and up and up and up. It just but, but needs it did, to stand it, a level. It did build up and up and up. It didn't stay on a level. It didn't, yeah. it didn't build up. <laughs> did it build up? Up and up and up. Completely, yeah. yeah. It's one of the best build-ups we've ever, we've ever had on the show. It you start off with some anyway yeah you just heard the song so you know exactly what we're talking about yeah so yeah uh, but it didn't quite get there for you well no, that's, you know, I'm not saying it didn't get there for to finish me. you it, off Neil it just, yeah, <laughs> it, it just felt like it felt like there could be a sequel oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, nice nice a second see, coming almost possibly more to tell see I, the, when I listened to this if I didn't if I hadn't heard your song first so I didn't know who, who brought which songs I didn't look but as soon as I heard that one that you brought, I knew it was you. But if I'd have heard that one, I, I, I could easily have thought that this song was yours as well. It's the sort of thing I'm blowing the lines, yeah. fellas. We're blowing the lines. That's what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we've heard all three songs. We've all made our cases. Yes. So it's down to you, Brian. Which song this week is your favourite? Well, um, I guess I'm going to start by saying surprise, surprise. But I'm really feeling Richie's uh, choice of Elm Elm Grove by so- Soto. Soto. I yeah. really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah I, I love the vibe, and I'm really interested in hearing more from them. Cool. It is a word yeah, definitely. Winner. It's a very good song. I loved it. Yeah. Debatable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. Uh, come on, vibe, vibe with me a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> vibe with me a little bit. We have some catching up to do, I'm afraid, mate. We do. Yeah. racing away. So I'm, I'm used to it. I don't care. <laughs> I know that's right. You got to stand mm. by your, you stand by your conviction. Yeah. 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 Even you if know. they are wrong. 
Right, so... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, right, we've reached the end of the head-to-head round. Uh, go check out all the bands. Uh, go check out uh, Anamike and her album, Idle Mind. Go check out uh, the song Rich Brought, Elm Grove by Soto. And go check out White Owl, White Owl Red and their song Afterglow, which Neil brought. Uh, they're all brilliant songs. They're all worth yeah, it. Yeah, check out the other works as well. Yes, absolutely. Give them a follow. These things matter, people. Just a simple little click just to say you're subscribed to them. It means the world to these people, trust me. Uh, right, so we shall now move on to the... Hidden Masterpiece! Hidden Masterpiece! I'm getting, I'm getting quite scared now. Do you know when like you get... 10,000 hours of doing something and you get quite good at it. I've got a whole story about Brian Eno about this, but I won't I won't go Brian into Eno. it now. Brian Eno, yeah. Uh, Brian Eno uh-huh. set to play, uh, set to play um, an orchestra where people couldn't play the instruments and people came to see them because they couldn't play and then three years down the line they were so fucking good that they had to stop being in this band because they were too good to play anymore. And that's, that's you pair now, that is. With the, you, Neil Young harmless. did something similar, apparently. Yeah. Was it Neil, Nils Lofgren? Yeah, <laughs> Neil Lofgren applied to join uh, Neil Young's band, and he was—I think he was a bass player at the time—and he turned around and said, "I wanted to play keyboards. I've never touched a keyboard in my life." He's like, "That's why I want to play keyboard." Yeah. This is uh, what, 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 what the point I'm trying to make is: you pair actually harmonising there, yeah. and it's getting it's there. Right. <laughs> you got to stop doing it. <laughs> right. So, hidden masterpiece, Wayne. Take yes, we are onto the hidden masterpiece section, and Brian from Harvest Black and Company uh, will be bringing his. What song have you brought that you consider to be a hidden masterpiece? Okay, this is. Uh, it's it's probably still fairly known, but it's like one of my favorites, no doubt. It's uh, Stevie Wonder's uh, Jesus Children of America. I love the lyrics of the song, and I love the fact that Stevie Wonder always comes from a place of just pure, genuine love when he's talking about the subjects he talks about in all of his music. And basically, he's just... And this is kind of like a silent protest of challenging the people of America by saying, hey, do you believe in what Jesus really stands for? Do you Are you standing for love? Are you uh, really standing by your convictions to talk to people from a place of non-judgment? So it's just like definitely one of my favorite songs by him. It's like an amazing gospel song but with a, a, di- a deep deep political meaning behind it as well yeah it's not even like political it's just more of a thing of like you know hey embrace love if, if this is what you're really talking if this is what you're you're truly feeling if this is what you're standing for embrace being a true witness of love versus the standard of this tainted love uh don't mean to throw out that uh, reference but um <laughs> <laughs> but you know just you know, go with a better feeling of trying to understand instead of trying to be right. Yeah. Uh, that's what that's what I get from it. I love it. Just, it you, you can hear the gospel influence all the way through it. I love the yes. groove that he pulls out on on the organ. Which, I, you know, most people, to pull out a good, decent funk groove, they'll, they'll use a, a bass guitar, you know, but Stevie Wonder, no, nah, fuck that, I'm going to use the organ. I'm going to pull out this yeah. funky riff on the organ. It does it so well. Would you say that Stevie Wonder has a big influence on your music? I believe so. Like, I listen to a lot of Stevie Wonder. Uh, I definitely do. I listen to a lot of um, 90s alternative rock as well. Um, and... Um, we just kind of, me and the guys, when we get together making music, we just talk about all the things that we love about music and kind of take those influences and just make up our brand of music. Yeah. It definitely. What did you think of this song, Wayne? Do you want to come to me last? Because I've got a whole oh, page on, of stuff. What did you think of Stevie Wonder? Yeah. What was the song called? It's called Jesus, Jesus Children, Children of America. America. Oh, yeah. 
I I liked it a lot. Um, I was getting a very anti-religious vibe from it. Not that sort of yeah. not sort of anti-religion as such. More like religion has gone wrong. It shouldn't be like this, which intrigues yeah. me because I I feel very strongly about these things as a, as a former religious person <laughs> who saw the error of my ways. Yeah, yeah, I've been there and I've probably had people sing those things to me and I've been that fundamentalist yeah. sort of soapbox preacher who's kind of gone, no, you're wrong because the Bible says and completely misinterpreted it all. So, yeah, I can I can relate to that. And I, um, yeah, so it, it, yeah, it felt, felt very real to me and very, um, the music carried that sentiment perfectly. So mm. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, good choice there. Good choice, I think. Yeah. So what have you got to say about right, this, Wayne? Right, okay. Uh, we'll, we're... You know, as I do with the hidden mass piece, I've always got loads of little bits of facts. So, Stevie Wonder, Jesus, Children of America, is from the 1974 album Inversions. Uh, sorry, Innervisions. Inversions. I've read that three yeah. times today, <laughs> and I keep getting it wrong. Innervisions. Stevie Wonder gets 12 million uh, monthly listeners on Spotify. He released his debut album at 12 years old. At 13, he became the youngest person to have a to, um, uh, to top the Billboard chart with fingertips. <laughs> Not to be confused with the name might be Giants. So. Yeah. <laughs> he has also penned songs for other artists. He penned uh, Tears of a Clown for Smokey Robinson. He also uh, did It's a Shame for the Spinners, if you know those songs. Unbelievably, and this one made my fucking piss boil today because it's his most commercial song and I think it's his worst by a long way. He won an Oscar for I Just Called to Say I Love You. Really? Yeah. I, I have no idea. I, I didn't get a chance to look up what, what he beat, but fuck's sake. From The Woman in Red as well. That's a terrible film as well, that is. You know The Woman in Red? Huh. Seen it. No. It's basically a man no. just trying to cheat on his wife with a woman who wears a red dress. That's okay. basically it. It's Gene... Um, oh, God. What was the song he sang? It's, uh, woman you know, in Red? No, he, he sang um, uh, I Just Called to Say I Love You. Okay. You'd love Chris it. Christy Bird in yeah. Lady in Red. You, you'd love, no, no. you'd love. I just called to say, love. He's got the best sounding um, keyboard in the world. Oh, no, everybody knows that song. <laughs> I don't think there's a person on planet Earth who doesn't know that no. song. Uh, Inversions is his sixteenth album, um, released in 1973 on Tamla from Motown Records. Three days after the commercial release of in, uh, Inversions, sorry, Stevie Wonder had a massive car accident involving a lumber truck, and he left him in a coma for four days. Uh, he had to be oh, cut man. from the car. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was driving from one venue to another. He was. Uh, sorry, he wasn't driving, obviously. <laughs> I was going to say, it's no one near the fucking oh, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it was his, uh, his cousin, I think it was, who was driving. Okay. And, uh, yeah, this lumber vehicle stopped. Anyway, it was, it was a nasty accident. He was in a coma for four days. Um, this album is mainly known for, uh, mainly, uh, known for Living in the City and Higher Ground, um, amongst yeah. other hits from that. Um, they're probably the most recognisable from the album. So I think this is so good that when I put it on, it felt like it was being covered by somebody. It's sort of come back and it's been plagiarised by itself. You know what I mean? It's out there. It's been out there. The and thing with Stevie Wonder so is, thing with Stevie Wonder is... So covered, everybody's covered Stevie. Every genre. I mean, it, it, okay, he's a pop icon, and he's, you know, he's been so in, in influential in most genres that pretty much every genre has covered something of his work. Even in grunge, you can, you'll probably find somebody who's covered his work in grunge, in like in mm. hip hop, in yeah. yeah. He's so influential. He's, he's and he's done so much, and I've been reading up on him recently. He's been, this is a hidden masterpiece, in my opinion, but he's got so many more out there. The bloke has been so busy over the years. He's yeah. done so much work. Yeah. A lot of the stuff that, yeah, he's just got loads. And, he, you know, I said I was doing the, the Radiohead thing where I was doing the dis- yeah. discography. I think I might do Stevie Wonder next because he's got so much good stuff out there that we'll probably never get oh, yeah. heard. Mm. I've, I've downloaded this album today. 
Yeah, yeah, my favorite uh, album actually is uh, Songs in the Key of Life by him. Yeah, that's a great album. Very rich. Yeah. I will come round to that at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I think we're all in agreement that it's a brilliant song. Is it a hidden masterpiece? I think so. I do, yeah. yeah. I would throw the others out to throw this one in. Yeah, this one's yeah mm. definitely. It's a full-on hidden masterpiece. Mm. Probably one of the best hidden masterpieces you've ever had. Yeah, considering it's on an album with these other songs as well. Um, yeah, Matt, yeah, yeah, definitely. So yes, Brian, uh, your song, well, not your song, it's Stevie Wonder's song, but that song goes into the hidden ma- masterpiece Hall of Woo-hoo! Fame. Yeah. Insert. Oh yeah. Insert fanfare here. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, excellent. So yeah. we're going to move on. We're gonna oh move God, on. everybody. Oh, yeah, you might need to loosen your earphone for this, Brian. Headphone warning, everybody. All right. You know what we're doing next? The Intense Hardcore Genre Musical Challenge Mode! Go! Right, so we move on to the Intense Hardcore Genre Musical Challenge Mode Go, which last time Neil was challenged with the genre of future bass. What have you brought for us, Neil? I have brought the song Russia Privet by Techno Viking versus Bass Hunter. So, okay. um, yeah, <laughs> so uh, we'll, uh, we obviously won't play this because of copyright and stuff. But, no, because uh, it's shit, that's why we won't play it. Ouch. Check out the link Solid in the show burn. notes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I um, so future base. What, what what is future base? It's I'll be honest. I've looked into it. I still don't fully understand it. No, I can tell by the song you've brought. Of um, it's 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 a certain kind of um, sort of a uh, EDM bass techno. It's 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 sort of um it's it, it, it sort of a kind of captured by a particular kind of um kind of synth wave sort of pattern. Um, but to be honest, I couldn't identify that in any of the future bass I listened to. All I will say is I loved it all. I think <laughs> I think I've discovered my new favourite genre of music. <laughs> so Nick, can I just point out that what you've discovered, Neil, is happy hardcore. The song that you bought is happy hardcore. Future bass is post uh, post dubstep. It was the movement that came after dubstep. It's kind of like more melodic dubstep. It's kind of like a half beat. It breaks down into a half beat. That 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 was kind of like um yeah yeah. I think I think I didn't really fully understand what future bass was, <laughs> but I found this on a future bass playlist. But this reminded it. me of Scooter. You remember Scooter? Scooter. Scooter. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Happy hardcore. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, you'd love happy hardcore. Future bass is a bit different. It's uh, future bass is kind of like dubstep, but more melodic and without the robots. Because dubstep sounds like Transformers, don't you think? Yeah, I suppose it does. Yeah, and, yeah. But the techno Viking is actually the bloke in the video. Right. Oh. You know the the got the the the, the musty fellow with the yeah, beard. Yeah, he, they call him the techno Viking. Oh, okay. Right, okay. He just comes up and randomly shoves that woman. In fact, <laughs> at some point, in can the, I can I just say real quick? He is a scary looking man. <laughs> Very good. He's a motherfucking techno Viking. <laughs> I want him on my side in any battle. <laughs> I love that bit where he just holds up his hand at one point. It's like everybody stop. I'm walking here. Yeah. Yeah. He looked like uh, Ragnar. Is it Ragnar from the? Um... From the program Vikings. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, but uh, this unfortunately wasn't future bass, I don't think. Good tune. I could, you see, I can't differentiate I def- this from any of the other future bass. I could bass definitely I'm pop a pill to this and get off my absolutely off my tits. 
Don't do drugs. See, no, I'm, 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 I'll challenge that. I think it is future base because it sounds exactly the same as all the other future base I've listened to. I can't really identify what future base is. I've read a description of future base. Hang on. Hang on, are we going to drop into that time loop? If it's future base, have we actually heard it yet? Or is it in the future? <laughs> Fuck off, <Wayne>. <laughs> <laughs> I, You sent me a song that you said, um, a submission that we had that you said was future base. To me, I, I wonder if you're basing future base on that, because that sounded nothing like the other future base I listened to. We're sort of for debate this. Future base. I, I, I've maintained we've never heard future base, because... We're not in the future. <laughs> We've only got bass. You brought a song like so. <laughs> yeah. Right, it is it is my turn next time for the. Um, by the way, um, I give up writing um, when I was because I just didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's my turn next time. So. Oh yeah, so um, you, we need to choose a genre from the you haven't heard this music podcast. John Reboyable. Brian, would you like to choose a letter? Any letter from A to Z? Um, I would like to say B. <laughs> B, B, B. And how many Bs do we have, Wayne? Fuckloads. Loads of Bs. Fucking, fucking fuckloads. All of the Bs. All of the Bs. Can you suggest a second letter? Uh... No, well, but, oh, yeah, well, can do. No, 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 we'll go with B, but they break them down into B, A, B, yeah. L, B, whatever. There is like three, four pages of it. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so if you can give us a second letter of the genre that we're going to uh, we're going to go with, Brian. Okay, okay. Is there a BK? Okay. Burger King, the, the genre <laughs> Burger King. Uh, there isn't a BK. What's, what's after K? L. BL. KL. BL. Uh Give me. This is a good game. Let's do this. Good game. Good game. There's there's nine BLs. So. Between one to nine. One and nine, then one and nine. What, two, nine? Uh, six. Nine. Six. six. Wow, okay. So on the next episode, I will be looking for music in the blue-eyed soul. Blue-eyed soul yeah, genre. genre. Blue-eyed soul. Ah, rhythm, yeah, rhythm and blues or soul music performed by white artists. Oh, it's going to be shit. Oh. Has, <laughs> Have you heard of Hall of Notes? Hall of Notes, yeah. No, I haven't, no. Uh, They're blue-eyed soul. <laughs> So, Blue-Eyed Soul is the genre See, you, you recognise that genre then, do you, uh, Brian? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I listen to it. I dabble in it, you know. I've never heard of it. Yeah, you got, uh, and then you, you got, like, you know, um, Kenny Loggins, uh, what's, uh, the guy from the Doobie Brothers. I'm just going to bring that. I'm just going to bring Danger Zone, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Excellent. You know. So on the, on the next episode, I will be bringing a blue-eyed soul. Awesome. So that's it then. Moving we're, on. We're moving on now, yeah. We're moving Party on. spot, Liggett. So we move into the artist spotlight, which is all going to be about Brian and his band, Harvest Black and Company. So uh, tell us all about the band to start with, Brian. Tell us all about what you um, do, what you're up to. Right now we're uh, wrapping up uh, our EP. We actually got a name for it. It's called Safety Meeting. Um, it's kind of a secret joke, so I can't tell you what that means. But uh, <laughs> uh, uh, we've been making music for about two years now together. It's uh, my 
my little sis on the sax. Her name is Melissa Johnson. Got my boy Bill Goodwin on the bass, Evan on the drums, uh, Nathan Paxson on the lead guitar. We just kind of fuse sounds of old school hip hop, blues, some rock undertones, and jazz. And we just have a lot of fun with creating the music that we make. And uh, we we have a great vibe in the uh, studio. We've been recording in uh, a place called Fainting Goat uh, Studios. It's in Bedford, Virginia. And we're just you know trying to break through and do different things as far as music and trying to cover you know not just here at home but we're trying to break through abroad as well over in the UK everywhere and just having a good time with music and you know you, you don't hear a lot of you know music that really just that just really like feeds you like you used to so it's like we just kind of got into this vibe of making the music we want to make and just you know breaking the rules of saying I don't really care what some of the sounds are right now we're just going to be us cool I've got nothing but good things to say about you and your band. To me, it was so refreshing the first time I heard you. It, oh, thank you. We get so much hip-hop come through. And don't get me wrong, I do like hip-hop, but now hip-hop has become a bastardised version of what it, what it was and what it used to be. It's like people now, that they'll just grab some cheap beats and then just rap over the top of it and it's like there's no there's no content there's there's no mixing with the music there's no real music there it's just simple loops and I, I like, feel like it's just oh I don't mean to interrupt no 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 carry on I, uh, uh, I feel like it's just where you uh, look for it like there's a, a big difference between hip hop and rap music hip hop has always been the art form of storytelling where rap lies and kind of continues the genre of telling people these fake things these gangster stories if you will but hip-hop has always been a place of truth and it's more than uh, a music it's a lifestyle um you got great bands in america or great hip-hop artists in america like uh i listen to a group called little brother they're amazing and they're right down the road in uh north carolina that's where they're from or rhapsody who's a female artist who uh has so many great lyrics and um you know my influences are outcast i listen to talib kwali most deaf, uh, a lot of American artists that are on the radar, uh, but, you know, they just kind of do their own thing as far as artistry versus a lot of the artists that you hear now that kind of just, like, have to perpetrate a lifestyle. Yeah. So. I just feel like, you know, it's it's still music and a lot of yeah. artists, they, they seem to put the, put the music to one side and just all I need is a beat and I'm going to talk. So I don't, I don't, it's, I'm not saying it's bad, it's just there's that much of it out there now. It's all seems to, it seems to blend into one way as you're doing something different you know you're you're fusing your rap with some beautiful melodies some beautiful music the only thing i can think of recently that i've come cl- close to that sounds like you is anderson pack and yeah i love it. he actually just came uh, to virginia he performed yeah. at virginia tech yep but yeah that you you've got that same kind of vibe going on and i oh, love that thank you know you. i do I, I think it's brilliant especially if you fusing it with jazz because it's, it's not something that you would usually you you'd think of to you know mix rap with jazz but but it works so well i find oh yeah how, how did you i mean how did you come about that sound well i can't lie we listen to a lot of a tribe called quest we listen to de la soul we listen to red hot chili peppers we listen to uh coltrane we listen to different genres of music and just say hey what are we feeling you know and then you know we just kind of can create together and like whatever we're kind of vibing to i'll write lyrics to and we arrange and um 
this is my first time really doing a, a, a band thing. So Bill Goodwin, who's the bass player, he's uh, kind of the guy that kind of wrangles us a little bit and say, hey, why don't you check this song out? Or why don't we listen to NXS? Like, you know, we'll take a Saturday and listen to just different bands and like Funkadelic. Uh, you know, we just check everything out. I mean, even Led Zeppelin, you know. Um, it's, it's just a thing of blending the genres of music to what we enjoy and then kind of like finding our voice in the madness, the fun madness, if you will. Did you find it a challenge bringing your rap to a di- to different styles? I mean, you know, t- traditionally, you know, you got rap and you got your simple 4-4 beats. What you're doing is something completely different. So did you find this a, a bit of a challenge? No, I found it fun. I found it uh, great to just kind of challenge myself to write lyrics and kind of go on like a, a roller coaster if you will of just a roller coaster of just emotions of finding things to say it's, it's brought something different out of me every last one of the members of the band have just brought something special out of me and we just kind of feed on that energy with each other the multi-influence definitely gives you a fresh sound you know you come through when when we, when rich brought your song last year you know the minute i played it i went oh fucking hell, we've all lost this week i don't think i think i did win that week yeah if not, it was a, it was a, it was a fucking bad, you know, a bad decision not for it to win. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's it's one of those, isn't it? It's it was so fresh to me that the minute I put it on, I went, "Wow, how the fuck did I miss this?" In in our yeah, I'm trying to be fresh. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> yeah. it really comes through. Well, so thank you so much. We, like we get hundreds and hundreds of submissions. Wayne's got over 900 submissions in his inbox at the moment that he hasn't listened to, and yours stood out amongst all everything that we get. So yeah, I think for oh, me, I need to echo you. what uh, what Rich said earlier that um, it stands out from everything else of this genre. I mean, even if I'm, I, to be honest, I'd struggle to pigeonhole what you're doing into a Jordan because there's so much going on but it's I mean sort of um, if you want to say like hip hop rap it ain't my kind of thing normally but <laughs> and, and the reason it's not really is because like Rich said a lot of people get lazy with it and it, it all becomes very samey but there's something there's, there's, there's clearly a lot of work on the instrumentation going on with, um, with, with, the, with the music you and release. the lyrics as well the lyricism there's a, there's, there's lots going on well I mean um, the, the, the single you're we're, we're playing is uh, Anything is that Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, I actually listened to two versions. Of this. I, was, I, was, I was trying to find it on YouTube, but I came across an acoustic version, so I listened to that first. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was that was beautiful. I, I loved it. And it was just such a happy, uplifting song. It's. I mean, yeah. normally I, I, I like dark songs, as, as my dad would show, <laughs> but it, it was really happy and uplifting. It put me in a really good mood. Uh, and then I, I was going back through my emails, and I actually found the email um, that you'd sent to Rich with, or Rich had sent to you with our submissions on, and there was. The actual um, sort of non-acoustic version was on there, the plugged version. Uh, I had to listen to that, and I, I love that as well. But they sound completely different. But you know, that's that's good. That's, you know, rather than just um, you know kind of think, oh, we, you know, we, we'd be able to do this with an acoustic guitar. It's like the arrangement has changed. But they're both they're both brilliant songs. Yeah, I think another thing, oh, good thing you. You do, another good thing you're doing is, is well, you're making a, a sound that's not widely accepted anymore. Jazz, you know, jazz and funk and whatever. People don't listen to it so much anymore. Young young folk don't really understand it but you're making it palatable for everyone you know I can't think of anyone that wouldn't like the sound you're bringing so you bring you're making yeah you're, keep, you're keeping that sound alive if you like yeah I, I try to my, my, my philosophy has always been that you never know what you want until you give it to you somebody gives you it gives you it 
you know? So uh, my whole thing is... <laughs> yeah, I just want people to have fun with music again. I just want people to enjoy what we're doing and really gravitate to something completely different. I, I come from an area where all you really hear, and no disrespect to it, but you hear a lot of bluegrass, you hear a lot of country, and we, we're just trying to do something completely out of the box. And, you know, we, we have kind of a cult following in our area with the music that we're making, but we would like to branch out and have people enjoy it a lot more. Well, I think you got the songs for it, you, know? you definitely got the musicianship and the stage uh, the stage show for it so yeah, yeah I hope uh, 2020 is a, a fantastic year for you what in fact yeah, what, does come, so yeah, what does come next for Harvest Black and Company uh, right now we're just uh, working regionally just uh, in Virginia trying to get more uh, people involved with what we're doing we're going to release our EP probably later this fall but we're going to release a couple of singles we have a single that we're very excited about called we have a single coming out later on this summer called Fo Loco which has got like jazz elements but it also has kind of uh, like it's just a party song and we, we're really excited about that Excellent. the EP itself is just a labor of love everybody who's been involved with it has just got so many different sounds in it and I'd be remiss if I didn't say once again shout out to Fainting Goat Records uh, Fainting Goat Studios and uh, the gang over there who's just taking the time out to help us record um, a lot of my family members here at home that have been very supportive and uh, have done everything they can to say what can we do to basically get the the noise put out there I'll send over the links to the uh, records and whatever and record company whatever and we'll, uh, we'll we'll tag them in promo and everything oh i definitely will you guys are y'all family now <laughs> <laughs> excellent <laughs> uh, right, so I think we're at the end then, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. That's it then. So uh, I just want to say thank you to Brian from Harvest Black and Company, and we'll be uh, we'll be finishing the show with your song Anything, so that will play this show out. Uh, who's the guest on the next show? Rich? Our guest hey. on the next show. Oh my show, god, has anybody prepared and everything? Our guest on the next show, Neil, is God. He's on the tip of my tongue. What's his name? Your your mad friend, Jay Stansfield. Jay Stansfield. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> we've yeah. got Jay Stansfield back. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. I will be finding the uh, genre, the intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode. I should have bought more stickheads for him. <laughs> he'd, he'd love this. Yeah. <laughs> I should, yeah. Anyway, I should be bringing the genre challenge of Blue Eyed Soul. Jay, uh, Jay Stansfield will be bringing his hidden masterpiece, and we will bring three brand new songs for you all to get your ears around. Uh, in the meantime, go and like all the songs and listen to the songs we play tonight. Definitely go check out Harvest Black and Company and all their work. You'll love it. Give us a like, give us a subscribe, give us a follow, all the rest of that you can find us on all the platforms every single one even Deezer Rich has been working hard to get us there it just happens we're famous now um, <laughs> so yeah like us like us and uh, give us some stars on iTunes that's important please do that if you're listening to us and you like what we do please go on onto iTunes and give us a five star rating it's very important it helps us get out there and it helps get the artists out there as well because you know if you listen to us you're listening to them as well so do that please and subscribe to us on our new YouTube channel where we can have loads of new shit happening which is going to be fun uh, yeah. and if you feel that way inclined give us some money <laughs> <laughs> I'll take money too yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you can, uh, you can uh, follow us you can uh, subscribe to us on Patreon or we've got some uh, exclusives we've got, nothing, we've got, fuck all we got stuff on there I'm always trying to do stuff on there You've, yeah alright we, 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 we want to we've just been a bit lazy with it well, I was well, Wayne hasn't I was waiting for you and then, and then it never happened so I've been lazy with it I'm just going to do it on my own okay then Slug sex. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus. Right, okay then. Uh, and on that cheery oh, note. The mind boggles as to what you actually get with Patreon there. <laughs>
<laughs> is, is it a video of Wayne having a wank? <laughs> so anyway... <laughs> Boing! <laughs> Right, so yeah. Uh, right, and on that cheery, um, very dispossessed note. It'd be great if loads of people pay for that now, <laughs> wouldn't it? I'm not doing that shit, no way. <laughs> anyway, that's good porn. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, we are, we're at the end of the show. Uh, so th- thanks everybody for listening. Thanks to Brian and uh, Harvest Park Company for coming on the show. As always, I've been Wayne. I've been Richie. Neil! He's been... Oh, Brian. Harvest <laughs> Black. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. If indeed you still are. Goodbye. Goodbye. Fairly well. Peace. It was 95, 96, back when Candy Rain was that hit. I had a hot top fade back then, that's when she walked in. Down at the roller joint, thick thighs, brown eyes, shorty stayed on point. Her love could be that rap to keep my heart afloat. Had to give her a holler, no need to sit and moat. So I made my move, but she kept an attitude. Still, I float with ways to play it so smooth. Excuse me, miss, no need to be but what can I do to change that stank ass mood? Looked in my eyes and she gazed, wondering the games I was playing, the plot I was plundering. Nah, nah, no plot trying to climb the charts. Fresh state of mind trying to aim at your heart. And with that said, about now I'll depart. No heart on my sleeve. I play this one mass part. And I do, do anything for you. Ain't no telling what you No telling what I do for you is true. I remember Grandma's house, spoon in hand. Couldn't afford Lucky Charms, we had all brand. I love Saturdays, cause that was the best. We watched Saved by the Bell to see what Zach do next. Cause Zach was the man, he always had a plan. You a line and a half, you weren't part of the scam. Later on, you cleaned up. Get a haircut in jacks. Tom was quick to make a joke if you didn't match. He always made you laugh, kept the comedy fresh. Have your hair faded out and then he asked who's next. After that, the mall theme for that start our cap. Mom be like, you can get it at Christmas perhaps. We didn't have much but love what we had. Tired of being broke but no use being mad. When you had good friends, they all chipped in. Man, it felt like we all came to win And I do Do anything for you Ain't no telling what I do For you It's true Ain't no telling what I do Do anything for you Ain't no telling what
ain't no telling what I do for you. It's true. Ain't no telling what I do. Do anything for you. Ain't no telling what I do for you. It's true. Ain't no telling what I do. Do anything for you. Ain't. I didn't realize you liked me that way, Deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.